not here. All right, so first let's look at some basic vocabulary. Okay, so maybe explain this word to us. So maybe, uh, Fairy, you can start. So I'm gonna write here a word. Okay, here, what does, uh, you know, when someone, when you just say saving or saving money, saving dollars, saving, you know, so what, what does it mean? Uh, collecting money? Mm, collecting it? Okay, so, so maybe explain Not a little bit more. Like, uh, yes, for example, you take care of how much you pay for the things. You try uh, to do not uh, invest, to have some reserve in your account, let's say. Yeah, that's a good one. And basically, you are not trying to waste of your exactly. money. Exactly. So not spending too much. No, no wasting money. Mm -hmm. That's good. Okay. I like that. Those are some good... You know, good. So just putting, or just, you can say a good expression, putting money aside. Yes. So you have it here and then you, you put it aside, meaning you don't touch it. It's for, okay. And Yana, why do people save money? Mm, because they, uh, uh, we are all afraid of, uh, <laughs> of our future <laughs> and the next day. <laughs> so this is the, the main driver. Um, we basically feel uh, ourselves more com comfortable right. in the long term. Um, also, a lot of people are interested to uh, to to in invest to get something from uh, this safe savings. Good. Well, that's that, that's the next one. Very good. Yeah. So investing. So maybe okay. So now that you're talking about it, um, Yana, maybe you can start. So, what's the definition of you know, saving and investing. What's the difference between these two? Mm, investing is uh, is the pro like um, it's it's uh, um, to to save is to collect, and without any proper actions actually uh, right and invest is to uh to make money work good when money works okay when money when money works so when it works so it's s mm -hmm. okay good 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 uh, when money, yeah, so, go ahead. so you're expecting to have a yield from something good. yield great word what does yield mean uh profit yeah or income exactly from asset yeah profit or regular income like uh dividends right yes in stock you have dividends you have uh yields um <clears throat> you can earn interest that's true yeah exactly so when money works right rather than than uh and it grows so money grows Hi, Emily. Welcome. Hi. Sorry. Hello. Yes. Yeah, how, how's everything, Emily? Oh, everything is fine. Thank you. Good. 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 We're talking about saving, mm -hmm. investing. You know, um, that's those, some of the basic terms that we're going to talk about today. Okay. 
And the last one, when you, um, what verb? When you buy things, you? Purchase. Yes, purchase something is good or something with money. You spending your money. Spending, yes, spending. Spending money, right? Okay, spend money. So you spend money, you purchase things, you buy things, but you spend your money. So that's what goes out, right? So we're going to talk about this relationship between um, saving, investing, and spending money, right? Okay, so let's let's let me explain the first exercise so you can get a lot of speaking practice. At least right now we can have two groups. So I'll work with one of you and then the other, you know, and then we'll do a, you know, we'll rotate, right? So that everyone can speak. Okay, so this is, so Emily, can you read this, um, this one right here? Let me just share my screen. <clears throat> can you read? Okay, the gener the uh, much the gener uh, generations with the dates. Okay. So this will be the first one right here. You have all the generations that are alive. Oh. I mean, yeah, maybe there's one before the boomers, but basically these are the generations that are alive right now. When were they born? Right, and um, you know, maybe fairy. Can you read this question? Yes. Uh, which generation do you belong to? Exactly. So belonging to, it means that you are a part of it, right? Or you, it's like ownership also, but here it's not ownership. It's like you are part of a generation. Okay. Jana, this one. Mm, mm. What do you associate, uh, what do you associate with those generations? Exactly. So when, when you associate something is you connect it, right? So what I associate mm -hmm. this generation to this this kind of behavior, how they act, what they do, their mindset, right? The boomers, it's a very different mindset from Generation Z, right? To millennials, you know, all of us are probably millennials here. So, you know, uh, very different mindsets. And last one, uh, Emily. What approach to spending, uh, saving and investing does your generation have compared to other generations? Exactly. Okay, so we talked about these three things here. You want an approach to something is how you do it, right? So what approach do you have? So the generations, so compare the other generations, right? Generation Alpha, Generation Z, Baby Boomers, and Gen X, right? So first let's do, um, actually maybe just to have it, the names, we'll do this one together and then just to make sure that you have the right terms and then we will do the speaking. Sure. So maybe, um, Maybe the first one, Emily, you can start. Uh -huh. Millennials, it's uh, who was born uh, uh, from 1981 to 1996, uh, number three. Exactly. So the people who were, were born. Good, good, good. And Yana? Uh, well, Gen Z. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's um, 97, uh, 212. Yeah, 2012, you can say. 2012. Yeah, some people say 2012, but actually it's like 2020, 2021, and 2012. I don't know why, but that's how it was. You know, and we could, yeah, so Z, just for everyone, Z in Britain, Z in America. 
right? So mm -hmm. you know which one you want, but they're both they're both they're both correct, no problem. And uh, very baby boomers, mm -hmm. I think uh, nineteen forty six till nineteen sixty four. That's right, exactly. Probably our parents, right? Back to Emily. Let's see. Uh, for example, uh, uh, Gen Alpha. Uh, it, I think, it was. Uh, I mean, who were born uh, in twenty thirteen? Yeah, twenty thirteen to the present, right? Mm -hmm. So this is the present moment. Um, yeah, there's still Generation Alpha, right? So they're the kids now. And last one, Yana, the most difficult one. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, yeah, Generation X, uh, 6580. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, good. So now that you have these, now you can talk about the generations, right? So talk about the different, these three, we'll do it in, in pairs, you know, and then we'll, um, you know, we'll, we'll open it up to the vocabulary. So let me send you the the pdf you can also find it of course in your email you can find it there i sent it to you uh, a couple of days ago but here it is again good so spending saving and investing and we're going to look at the different generations and different approaches all right good so join your breakout room for this discussion Yana. Cool. All right, very good. So, so Yana, well, let's start with the first one. Okay, so which generation do you belong to? Oh, for sure, I belong to millennials. For sure, <laughs> me too. <laughs> okay, and how do you feel about that? Are you are you proud to be a millennial? Um, mm, well, at least I do understand how millennials' uh, brain works. Uh, because uh, I'm not sure that I do understand how uh, like this alpha mindset uh, works uh, in details. Uh, right. It seems for me a bit like uh, out of ground. I mean, uh, what do you mean by out of ground? Uh, somewhere in the air always. Oh, I see. <laughs> like, uh, you know, uh, how, no. how do I say that? Uh, out Up in of the air, maybe, or? Up in I mean the air? Or like not grounded? Not grounded. Yeah, maybe not grounded. Yeah. Well, even even the name Alpha, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, you know, it's kind of like, oh, Generation Alpha. Oh, wow, the kings of the world. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. okay, so what do you, so continuing to from what you, uh, what you mentioned, what do you associate? So you said they're not grounded. Can you be more specific about that? And maybe also talk about other generations, the boomers, Generation X, et cetera. Uh, what do you associate with those generations? Uh, well, I don't have a strong associations with the, all, of, uh, all of those. Uh, I mean, I have some like pattern uh, regarding baby boomers. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's uh, actually uh, very well known for us all uh, the, the type, the generation, the type of mind, first of all. Right. Uh, like if we uh, look uh, how our parents think, 
uh, and what they uh, say. Uh, it's very representative uh, for these like uh, guys. Uh, they are very uh, uh, focus oriented. Well, yeah, like focus oriented. Uh, they used to work quite a lot. Uh, they uh, uh, they used to, to have uh, more gender differences right, so uh, because more. it was more common there. So more uh, traditional. More traditional approach. But what we are now uh, calling traditional, it's, it wasn't traditional like a uh, few um, hundred years ago at, at all, right? right. Uh, so it's kind of uh, not, uh, not the constant uh, thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, our generation, uh, the generation of millennials, I think it's uh, like transforming. Uh, it's still like millennials, then uh, um, Generation Z, uh, maybe a bit from the X. Uh, for generation me as X. well, the like transition, transition uh, generations in transition right. uh, to digital transforming and to social transforming in terms of uh, uh, social norms family norms norm, not norm uh, yeah social norms family norms um uh, the level of uh, traditionalism mm-hmm. uh and the the freedom as well because uh, um our parents i think uh, had uh, less freedom as we had mm-hmm. and with freedom the, uh, then uh freedom then 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 than we had Mm. Uh, yes and the all next generations seems uh feel freedom uh more like uh uh, fully and Mm -hmm. they need freedom uh and they need this freedom more they are not willing to work uh, 24 7 anymore for for some company and they want their like lifetime balance whatever and uh, we had no idea about this um, when we were like in our 18 yes very good so here are a few a few um corrections if you don't mind Mm -hmm. so um first one so we say all of the following generations would be better Mm -hmm. following because it's a lot of them so next one is the next generation, but the next generations, it's okay. Following mm-hmm. is a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, uh, work-life balance. Okay. And when we, uh, so you said X, but remember it's X. X. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, when we were 18 years old, mm-hmm. not when we mm-hmm. had 18 years, not, but when we were 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Yeah. Great, great, great ideas. Great, great ideas. And don't, don't worry about the mistakes. They're very, very small. Now, what approach to spending, saving and investing? So now we're getting deeper into money. How do they view money? Where it's you know, different generations. Uh, so far, I feel that, that, uh, um, how, how do I say like older generations? Is it correct to say yeah. all the generations Good. Uh, had more tendency to save money and, uh, and uh, all the followings, uh, following generations mm-hmm. uh, have uh, more tendency to invest 
and reinvest money. Mm. Um, Good. So, uh, so just quick, a uh, re reinvest. Re, re reinvest, not reinvest, but reinvest. Re okay. Reinvest, yeah. Uh, and also the type of these investments uh, changed uh, changed quite a lot mm. uh, because uh, uh, only uh, like uh, a not even a decade, yeah, only a decade ago. Uh, we saw this like digital transformation and uh, the the internet uh, was started there somewhere right, right. Um, and uh, the type of investments mm -hmm. I like changed from then I see uh, so it's more you know we how would you define so younger generations I guess maybe generation we can start with the millennials you know because that's kind of the big the big uh transformation like you said a revolution happened digitally and that was probably with the millennials right so what kind of how what kind of investments do the younger generations prefer mm, i think that uh, they have more tendency to invest in digital assets or something like digital because they are the generation of the digital era right so tech stocks cryptos etc yeah probably yeah, yeah yeah i think you're right you know uh, they don't trust the traditional system also yeah but, but i don't know the numbers to be honest so i don't know the data <laughs> well, well we'll talk about that the data we'll hear more here so very good yana good good speaking awesome awesome All right, very good. So let's let's hear a little bit here, okay? So uh, maybe maybe Ferry, tell us what were some highlights from your conversation. Highlights, uh, maybe last thing. Uh, with Emily, we agree we are lucky generation. Uh, it's a generation. Uh, uh, sorry. Oh, uh, millennials. We are the same in the millennials generation. And we are lucky because I think uh, uh, we were in the period where the mobile phone was created and uh, internet. And so we had the change in our life and mm -hmm. everything was easier from that point. And, and uh, I think uh, for young, younger generation, um, there, there's still some uncertainty because we don't know what is the future and right now it's the COVID. Uh, so it's, and I, and I think uh, for the older people generation, it was a very tough period for them. And they had uh, different opinions like um, in Czechoslovakia, we were building the houses because we expected uh, to have multiple, many generations inside one house. But uh, I think it's the mistake nowadays. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So the, uh, that's right. That's a good point. So the norms, you know, Jana was talking about the social norms, the family norms, you know, these norms change, right? And so they, had, so it does have a, a big effect. And let's say, let's say Jana, what were, you know, you, you did most of the speaking, so you can kind of maybe repeat some of your favorite points or the most important points that you made in our conversation. 
Okay, uh, the most important point as for me, um, how I feel that, uh, that uh, the, the dramatic change uh, came from the digital uh, transformation. Mm -hmm. uh, so kind of, uh, this is the like borderline between uh, like group of generation, let's say. Uh, so our parents uh, have uh, probably more more mm, belief in uh, physical assets, and uh, starting from our generation to to all of uh, the following ones, uh, more and more uh, like more and more trust in digital assets and in digital ways uh, to invest. Um, also what trend I, uh, feel, uh, uh, from generation to generation is that, uh, traditional, uh, way of build, of having a family, uh, and the social norm, uh, like changing, uh, with the, each, like, generation, uh, to, to have, uh, less and less, uh, traditional, uh, norms and restrictions and other stuff like and more freedom in social and family areas mm, interesting very good perfect and and emily what was the most interesting thing that fairy said oh we discussed a lot of things um and actually fairy told me um that he thinks that uh, who uh who was born in 1946 uh for example uh, like it depends on the country. Like if we are talking about the United States, like uh, they uh, boomed a lot um, these years. And for example, if we're talking about Europe, they were rebuilding a lot of buildings and I mean, kind of cities. And I mentioned that I personally think that from 1990s until uh, 2020, um, uh, we have the best years. I mean, uh, I think for our parents, for example, um, it was great years because they traveled, they enjoyed their lives, they they were complete. And now we don't know what the future is. It's true. You know, the world has changed dramatically in the last couple of years. Um, so, so that's interesting. Very good points, all of you. Great. So now we're going to work on some vocabulary, some great advanced vocabulary. Okay. That's not, you know, the most typical one, but all of it is professional. So all of this, it's top level. You can use it at work, you know, but it's kind of modern as well. So it's still young. It's like what millennials use, right? Like millennial, but business. So very, very good uh, vocabulary here. So we're going to read the sentences and then <clears throat> you're going to these these uh, bold words, I'm going to try to find the definition down here, right? So here, these are the meanings down here. And then these are the sentences. Okay, so we're mm -hmm. just, you can choose which one, right, you want. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, we'll go from there. Okay. Mm -hmm. so maybe we can start with Yana. Okay, uh, read the opinions related to uh, when the economic situation worsens, 
people should become more frugal and cut back on many things. So frugal, it's uh, um, careful about spending money. Exactly. Careful. Yeah, careful about them. So number two. So we'll do this right here. I'll write the answers here to help you guys. Okay. So frugal is you're careful, right? You don't want to spend. You're very frugal. You're counting all the cents, right? Uh, so, yep. Yeah. Okay. Very good. And next one may be uh, Emily. Sure. Um, it's always a suffer to shun a savings account and store cash under the mattress. Okay. So uh, let's see. So what does shun mean? Let's see. Can we see like? Oh, sure. Or or I, I, I see them. Uh, deliberately avoid. Exactly. Very uh -huh, good. Uh -huh. I, I have it here. No worries. Okay, no problem. Very good. So let's just welcome. So hello. Uh, Shuju. Ah, hi. 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 Hi, everybody. Sorry I'm late because no of problem. all conflicts. No worries. <laughs> No Hello. problem. No problem. So welcome. So, so tell us how, um, how, how are you doing today? So the candy? Great. Candy or Shujun, what do you prefer? You, you can call me Candy. Candy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. And so tell us just something about you, Candy, just so that we get to, so that we know, um, you know, where you're from or what you do or something like that. I'm currently a scientist. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I... Um, so I work as a scientist uh, by a profession. Uh, just recently, I had my baby, so I and also have to relocate uh, because of my uh, the new employment of my husband. So I uh, so I have to had to design uh, resign from my uh, from my position with the company. So I'm currently um, in the transition um, and while uh, applying for the MBA programs. Oh, wow. So I just want to, you know, get uh, get in, uh, get involved with the uh, English classes and just to give me the English uh, environment okay. um, for me to prepare for my interview. Awesome, very good. And well, where where are you based? Oh, right now I'm in Seattle, Washington. Oh, okay, in the U.S. Very good, very good, awesome, great. So we're just doing this uh, vocabulary exercise here, and then we're gonna do a lot of speaking candy. So right now, okay, cool. we're just, thank you. Uh, doing the definitions and what what this means right here so okay. next one maybe i think it's fairy's turn so you can read the sentence yes right? yes uh, in the modern world no one should be very off stocks and investing as it's uh, the fastest way to get rich so wary of uh, scared yeah yeah so scared would be if you're wary of something, you are um, scared or uh, not completely trusting something. Exactly. That's so number six, right? So if you're wary. So for example, here, a lot of people are wary of um, some of these, um, you know, um, digital currencies, right? This cryptocurrencies. Right, but I'm not worried because I know them. But they, a lot of people do think that there's a, some some risk to that. Okay, so uh, Candy, can you read this uh, uh, letter D? Yes, 
the only thing banks can help you with is racking up debt that you will be paying off forever. Very good. So racking up debt. So what does racking up mean? I think mounting up, something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, for? Increase, exactly. So you increase, you increase the debt or you, yeah, you accumulate, right? You rack up debt. So mm -hmm. number four, very good candy. Back to Yana. Um, after being hard hit by events like a pandemic, recession or inflation, people tend to, to change the way they treat money. Exactly. Um, hard hit, uh, it's like something... Uh, really uh, like um pay a lot of money badly affected exactly. yeah hard hit yeah exactly yeah badly affected you're hard hit meaning you you know things were very difficult for you you were hard hit now, some people were very hard hit restaurants were hard hit um because of the lockdowns right very good and let's see emily Many people try to have a side hustle in order to make ends meet. Exactly. So um, see, I think it's a job or occupation that brings extra money beyond your regular source of income. Exactly. Number one. So mm -hmm. a side hustle. So for example, I'm going to give you an, an extra example here. So um, like a lot of people in, in the U.S., I'm from the U.S., People have good jobs, but they need to drive an Uber on the weekend, right? Because so that's a side hustle. It's not their main job. It is just a side hustle. Mm. Good. And uh, Candy, uh, next one, G, you can read it. Oh, it's okay to shell out on something you can't afford, but really want, even if it means take on, uh, taking out a loan. Um, like... Spending like crazy. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So when you... Um, oh, put a lot of money for something. Exactly. You spend like crazy. You shell out. You shell out on. You shell out on. Very, very modern, but professional expression. Okay, so people are shelling out on Rolexes, Ferraris. Okay, oh, I remember, I remember the number. What was the number? Seven. Seven. Okay, good. Thank you, Candy. Very good. And last one, Yana, back to you. Oh, no, no. We forgot about fairy, I think. Oh, fairy. Oh, sorry. Fairy. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, you should only plan your expenses based on your dispose, disposable income without resorting to your credit card. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Disposable income. Uh, uh, five money available to spend exactly exactly yeah after you know yeah after you paid for everything right yeah so all the yes, money for that taxes. You were, yeah after the taxes after you paid all your bills your disposable income is what you have extra okay so now what we're going we're going to be partnered up so we have two in one group and two in one group. Discuss with your partner if you agree or disagree with these. Hmm. Okay. And give examples. 
So for example, you know, say, oh, number one, I agree. I agree that when the economic situation worsens, when it becomes worse, you know, you need to you know, cut back. Cut back on your spending, maybe travel less, maybe buy less clothes, maybe less luxuries, right? To, so to, uh, but when the economy is doing well, you can risk a little bit more and spend, you know, and be less frugal, right? Or uh, shell out on more expensive things, right? So try to use the, the vocabulary here. Like that, you can practice using top level mm -hmm. vocabulary. But the main thing here is to talk as much as possible and to share opinions and share ideas. So Candy, do you have the PDF? Oh, let's see, we can't hear you, Candy. So you're on mute. Um, yeah, I'm actually looking for it. Okay, so no. uh, I can, uh, you can find it in the, in the chat. If you go down to the oh, Zoom cool. chat. Oh, nice. So you can download it there. And, um, and then right now, just go with your partner. And I will be there to help you and to make corrections. Okay, but don't worry about me. Just talk to your partner. Okay, good. And let's see. Great. So join your partner for this. Emily, Emily. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. What do you think about A? Um, oh, you mean A? Hmm. You mean the third, third question, read huh? the opinions, right? That A, right? Yes, yes. The economic situation worsens, people should be more frugal. Um, what do you think? I agree. Uh, I think that uh, when the economic situation uh, worsens, People need to spend less money and kind of uh, uh, to be very careful uh, to take care of their families and uh, to spend less and uh, to save more. Mm, I see. Yeah, I, I agree too. Um, so I think I probably would prefer a certain percent fixed percentage and so when it's, uh, you know, uh, to put aside as savings, uh, when the rest can be costs. So when the when when the uh, economic get uh, get hit and uh, and the the although the percentage is the same, but the actual amount can can be different. Mm -hmm. I see. So do so, Kenneth, Do you think um, you prefer fixed, like when the economy is good and when the economy is bad, it's you save the same amount? Um, the percentage is the same, but I but I will, I will, yeah, I prefer to have a fixed percentage, but the numbers can, uh, can, uh, should depend on the, uh, you know, my earnings of each year. Oh, so if I make more, I spend more. If I make less, I spend less. Oh, I understand. That's a good idea. That's a very good strategy, I think. Perfect. And maybe next one, um, Kenny, you can um, you can uh, tell us what you what you think. You know, it's safer to shun a savings account, meaning 
it's safer to keep you know, cash at home under your mattress, that it's not safe to keep your money in the bank. What do you think? Um, I think it really depends on, you know, well, I think it's, it would be a huge loss just to, to keep cash, you know, in a bank, bank account, especially considering how inflation is, is crazy in the United States. And um, so, for example, if I just keep the cash in my bank and I'm not investing at all for this year, on average, we have uh, inflation for like eight to nine percent. So we're losing out. We're losing out pretty much my my um, my money is kind of losing um, for this year is uh, to eight to nine uh, percent to due to the increasing inflation. So I. But in terms of investing to keep the purchasing uh, purchasing power, uh, I mean it's another topic. Um, I'm not uh, I'm not a, uh, an expert in that. Mm. What about you, Emily? I don't know. It depends on the situation. I think like uh, globally right now, like maybe we can't even invest uh, into stocks, for example or even like uh, land or properties investments, they're not okay because we don't know about the situation and how uh, we will live in the future. That's why maybe I did. Maybe because inflation wasn't so high. But, but how inflation helps uh, the mattress situation. I mean, this is uh, uh, like in case of the war, for, for instance, of course, yes. it's safe, uh, safer to, um, to store cash under the mattress. In all other cases, uh, it's not because we have like uh, governments, we have a global economy and uh, many uh, parties uh, like... Um, uh, uh, involved in the process uh, so the whole system can't be bankrupt in a day mm -hmm. and it doesn't make sense uh, to store under the mattress because your like flat also could be uh, robbed or something like uh, right uh, and you you will not have any um, percentage from that comparing to bank accounts yeah, yes. So the kids kind of like to see the risk. So there's risk in there's risk from the side of the banks, like some banks, even maybe not in Germany, you know, or the Czech Republic, but like in Cyprus and in Greece, like a few years back, you went to the bank and they're like, oh, sorry, we don't have your money. Right. Mm. And so there's risk in some countries more than others that happening. But there's also risk, like you were saying, Jana, of keeping it at home. Right. So here the idea is to kind of do a risk, uh, risk analysis and say which one. Of course, if you can have a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit in digital assets, different currencies, maybe, or gold and silver. A lot of people are talking about that nowadays, but it's about risk management. And very important. Yes, but I think there's an exception because if you hold the dollar, mm -hmm. uh, Fifteen years ago, the euro had one point five, the value of the dollar, and right now it's less than one dollar. So you could earn some money from from this. 
Exactly. Yeah, the, right now the dollar is getting strong, very, very strong. The euro is weak, but I don't know. You know, you never know what's going to happen, you know, if it could reverse. Yeah, good exactly. point. Very good point. So we're going to go to the next one, whoever, yes. whoever wants to go. Um, in the modern world, no one should be very off stocks and investing as it's the fastest way to get rich. Um, I don't know if it is the fastest way, maybe crypto. <laughs> But I think it's the fastest way, uh, trusted way, I would say. If you don't, if you don't know where to invest, there are some funds like S&P 500 and so on, which is uh, trusted because I think it existed uh, more than eight years. Mm. And it, uh, it has existed. Sorry, it has existed. Yes, but but I know some people from older generation. Um, they are still afraid of uh, investing. So they are holding the money in the banks, or maybe they choose, they they chose the programs from the banks which aren't profitable, with very low interest rate. Um, but for me, for my generation, I'm trying to invest in dividends, stocks, and cryptos. Mm, great. And uh, Jana, what do you think about this about uh, stocks? Is it a quick, uh, get-rich-quick scheme? Mm, well, stocks are better than, uh, like, faster than uh, physical assets, let's say, and uh, more stable than crypto. So it's kind of good combination, and you can diversify, right? Your, awesome. uh, your portfolio. Portfolio. So investment portfolio. Yeah. Diversify. That's a great word. That's a very high level, you know, a financial term. So that's good. Diversify your portfolio. That's a very good expression there. Yeah. Great. Yana, you want to do the next one? Uh, the only thing banks can help you with is uh, racking up debt, uh, debt that you'll be paying off forever. Um, well, uh, on the one hand, uh, yes. On the other hand, banks are still more stable and uh, banks bank system is close related to government system. So that's why uh, banks are still more trustable uh, comparing to other- trusted. Trusted, trusted. And uh, uh, if I want to say that it's like, uh, uh, for me, trustable as well. Mm -hmm. Trustable. Actually, I, but I, trustable does, uh, trustable. No. Actually, dude, I've, no, I don't, I don't think it exists, trustable. Yeah, yeah but, <laughs> well, but it makes sense. That's it sense. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds very... Like, trustworthy. <laughs> trustworthy, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, tr trustworthy. But, uh, uh, because uh, yeah, they are like in in more or less the the one system with the government and mm -hmm. uh, government uh, um, still uh, tries to lower the risks for mm -hmm. uh, for the majority and like because they need to like their elections and blah blah. So that's why uh, banks are not that uh, super bad uh, players. 
Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 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 A lot of people, a lot of people are talking about this. So that's very, very interesting what you're saying. Great. So continue for a few more minutes. I'm going to check on the other group. Okay. So next one. After. What do you think? See, in this case, um, the only thing banks can help you with them uh, that you'll be paying off forever. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, um, I don't uh, kind of trust banks. Uh, that's why I don't use uh, credit cards. And um, yeah, I think that for me, for now, like uh, it's not easy or I don't want to own any money. I uh, want to just like think. Uh, some money make some money and to know how much i can spend uh each month and where i can invest it's easier for me than to think uh, that i need uh to pay them like a debt or something mm -hmm. um i mean for like as an artist for me it's a big deal do you know i always forget <laughs> oh <laughs> i see for me yeah i can't control it i mean not like uh, that I, um, I mean, I know how to spend money, but I don't like to these paper things, do you know, to control, like to pay debt or like to check it if everything is fine or they changed like, like some things in their banks and then I need to pay more. Like it's very complicated for me. <laughs> so you make it simple by not using credit cards. Yeah, I just like work know how much I made and know where to put it and I'm mm -hmm. safe. <laughs> what about mm -hmm. you? What do you think? Um, I have different stages. For example, when, when I first came to the United States as an international student, especially I didn't come from a rich background. So um, so to some point in my life, I, I wasn't able to afford the tuition. Uh -huh. So 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 as an international and banks didn't loan uh, didn't borrow money to to me as an international mm -hmm. and and then the, the the school has to offer me a loan to some point oh <laughs> and and when i just got to my work started to work as a young professional and I need to pay so so much uh, like tuition and uh, lawyer fee, attorney fees, and all that. But I I didn't have enough cash, so I have to have to kind of um, leverage my credit cards. Oh so it was crazy. But now uh, we don't have any debts, and <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> and so we just spend <laughs> whatever you know a certain percentage of what we make. Oh, and are you happier right now or back then? Like it was much ten. happier. Yeah, okay. much happier. That's because why the, I don't want it, you know, because it's yeah, ten. yeah, yeah. The interest rate can can be crazy for internationals. It mm -hmm. can be up to twenty or thirty percent. Oh wow! Interest crazy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's that's way too high. That's way too. Yeah. High. Okay. Okay. Well, interesting. So maybe Kenny, you can do read the next one if you if you want. Mm -hmm. Um. After being 
hard hit by events like a pandemic, recession, or inflation. People tend to change the way they treat money. What do you think? Um, yes, I think that it badly affected our uh, society. And um, of course, it's not easy. I mean, uh, we have uh, a recession, I think, and we have mm -hmm. inflation. And actually, I don't know who manipulated, you know, um, because I mean, who manipulates it? Because I mean, it looks weird right now. Like even if you graduated as a, an economist, you can't predict uh, how to invest your money. Uh, I don't know how to spend it or how to uh, how to get extra money because it's very unbalanced. What do you think, uh, Candy? I think so. Um, I think right now, um, how we, I think I used to have, um, have a much more money to invest mm -hmm. in, uh, uh, in a stock market uh, and towards my retirement. And I think um, maybe I, I wasn't right, especially when economics uh, seems to be really good. I think last year, the year before the, mar uh, the market was really good. Um, mm -hmm tend to become uh, brevier. Yeah. But I think that's not a good thing because when the market is so was so good and the prices can be really high, that was mm -hmm. a not a good time to buy. But now we are in a recession. <laughs> the <laughs> market is so bad. <laughs> so, so Candy, can you finish what, what you were saying? It was very interesting. You were talking about the recession and the market and prices. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, a little bit briefing. So um, bef like the year in last year and the year before the, um, uh, the mark when the market was so good, I, I in invested more money than, than this year, which, which I shouldn't because when the market was good and the, the, the price for the stocks could be really high. And, uh, and now uh, we are in the recession and the market is not so good. So it should be a good time to buy, but it seems like I lo lost the confidence in the market. So I didn't invest as much. So that's just human nature. It's human nature. And it's so hard, you know, because when everything is green, it's going up, everyone's confident. <laughs> yeah. and, and now everyone's apocalyptical. Everyone thinks it's the end of the world. But that's mm -hmm. always, you know, Warren Buffett said the, the best time to buy is when there's blood on the streets. That's so when, right. when it's the end of the world, when everyone's scared, mm -hmm. when, you know, that's when you buy and you yeah. sell when, when everyone's getting rich. That's when you sell. Yeah. But it's hard. Like you were saying, Candy, it's very difficult yeah. to, to go against that human nature you were talking about. So we're going to read a few sentences here, and then we're going to watch a movie, and then we're going to have an, some more discussions. Okay. So these are... <clears throat> Uh, statements, facts, okay, for uh, about Generation Z. So they're the young guys right now, born between 1997 and 2012. So they're maybe like 20, 20 or maybe, you know, teens, teenagers, okay? And just think about if, the, if it's true or not true about them. So people who are in their teens right now, 
you know, maybe between 10, 11, 12, all the way to 20, what is it, 25. That's generation Z. Okay, great. So let's see, Emily, can you read the first one? Uh, a lot of them are wary of credit cards as uh, they don't want to rack up debt. Okay, so this one says that they are scared, they're wary, they don't trust credit cards, they don't want to get into debt, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, next one, uh, let's see, Yana. Uh, more of them are uh, burdened with the student loans uh, than uh, prior generations, and they don't know when uh, or if they'll even pay off uh, this debt. Debt, good. So burdened with student loans that they owe a lot of money to banks to go to, you know, in the US, you need to borrow money to go to college, to go to university. So, you know, are they burdened? Do they owe a lot of money? The next one, uh, Ferry. Most of them shun stocks and see their saving accounts as their preferred method of investing. Okay, so this one, maybe it's true, maybe it isn't, that they don't like stocks. They shun stocks. They avoid stocks and just save money in their bank accounts. And that's how they want to get rich or that's how they see money. Okay, interesting. And uh, Emily? Uh, do we know what is true or what is not? You'll see in the video. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So right now we're, you're just thinking maybe it's true oh no that doesn't sound right i think that's false i think that's true okay so right now just think about it and then we'll see the video um uh, after being hard hit financially by the pandemic and the surging inflation that followed they tend to resolve uh, resort to frugal spending Good. So basically, this says that after the pandemic, after the inflation, and all the crisis, they spend less. They save their money more. You know, they take care of their money. Okay, next one, Candy. Many of them shell out half of their income on rent as it takes up a high percentage of their paychecks. You okay? Good. Okay, good. Perfect. Okay, let's see. And the uh, next one back to uh, Jana. Um, they try to save for a rainy day and invest uh, early in order to take ownership of their finances. Good. Okay, we try to save. So they save a lot of money and they invest early. They invest in early projects. They invest when they're young, right? They invest early. Okay, uh, Ferry? They are more likely to keep track of their spending and often shop in charity shops, hunting for bargains and clothes from previous decades. Exactly. So yeah, some people, you know, they they spend, they go to these, you know, um, thrift shops, right? Used clothes, secondhand, you know, they spend, you know, very, very careful with their money. Okay, Generation Z, maybe true, maybe not true. Okay. And the last one, I believe it's Emily. Most of them start side hustles to have extra disposable income. Side hustles. So maybe they drive an Uber, right? Maybe they trade crypto on the side. Maybe they make money on Instagram, you know, drop shipping, all these side hustles. Mm -hmm. right? So we're going to watch this video here and then we're also going to stop it, you know, every 
30 seconds, one minute. And we're gonna try, now they're speaking very quickly. It's very advanced English, but you can see if you can understand at least the context. Okay, so try to catch at least some of the keywords, even if you, you know, don't catch everything, just the general things. We're gonna put the, um, these, so they're auto-generated, so these subtitles are not exact. Okay, so that's just to help you. All right, so very good. Let's do this one. Let's start with this one. Cachero, a Bloomberg personal finance reporter here, has a great story out there about all the viral things you see right now on TikTok with how uh, this generation is using the cash, showing its cash, storing its cash. But underneath all that sort of virality, there is sort of an underlying mood here about how they see the economy. Yeah, I definitely think so. If you consider that a lot of Gen Z came into an adulthood in the middle of the pandemic, in the midst of a recession, their finances took a hard hit. I think about 43% of Gen Z respondents in a survey said that they fell back behind their credit card payments, rent, and a lot of their other finances. And so I also think, you know, having seen the financial struggles of their parents and older family members, they're just wary of debt. And we, I think we see that in their hesitance to take on student loans mm -hmm. and to use credit cards. And they're kind of rushing to buy now pay later services. And so if you think about, you know, they've taken a huge hit financially during this time that's really important for their financial development, they're pretty pragmatic about the way they approach their finances. So okay, so Candy, what what... What did you understand from this uh, first part? Oh, I think you're still on mute. Yeah, what I understand is um, because uh, the um, the economic is getting bad, and uh, uh, and mm, the and the they have to spend a lot, so they tend to buy a lot of things and paying later is is they, they did originally but it, it changed after the pandemic did you did anyone catch that how they changed yeah they are more scared now to buy things and they are more careful about all kinds of spending because they first of all see how their parents struggling and uh, they are like in general more scared about uh, being a debt. Yes, they're by credit very part of their bank account. Exactly. Yes, very good. Uh, Emily, were you going to say something? They are very pragmatic. Very pragmatic. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. So they're very practical. So yeah, you're, you're right, Candy. Originally, before the pandemic, they were spending like everyone, oh, credit card, boom, 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 boom. Then the pandemic hit. They couldn't make their payments and they realized, oh, mm -hmm. Something is wrong here, right? So here you can see that Gen Z, the young young people, are spending a lot of cash more than millennials. Look, we don't like cash, but these guys here spending they like more cash, right? Of course, boomers, it's normal, right? Boomers are normal, you know. Gen X, yeah, we know them, but this is pretty surprising that these young people are using more cash, mm -hmm. almost as much cash as Generation X. Okay, so it's a trend. It's a trend that's happening. So let's continue watching here and comment on it. Talk about, you know, you watch TikTok, you see them all brandishing cash, cash being king, cash feeling like as though it's kind of free in some way. What are they doing? Are they earning it on the side and then, and then immediately spending it? What's going on here? Yeah, so it's a bit of a weird mindset, but I think the perception is that, 
you know, they are withdrawing, you know, a percentage of their income, whether that's from, you know, babysitting or other side hustles that they're getting or working at a restaurant, saving it in cash envelopes. And when they spend that money because they don't see it being deducted from their bank account, mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like they're actually spending that money, which kind of makes sense if you take into consideration that, you know, Gen Z grew up in a largely Catholic world. They were swiping plastic credit cards, buying things off of Instagram, and, you know, paying their friends with peer-to-peer -peer payment digital apps like Cash App and Venmo. So if it's not, you know, coming out of their bank account, it doesn't feel like they're spending any money at all. What is that? Oh, so that's, that's okay. So very interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's different from us, right? But, you know, uh, how do they see this fairy? So maybe comment on that. Uh, from the TikTok, I, I think people, they change their mind and uh, they start doing the hustle jobs. Uh, so uh, when they earn the money, they try to, to keep some cash. And with the cash, they spend uh, for the buying things and so on. And it doesn't hurt. Uh, it doesn't hurt them uh, because they don't see uh, spending money from their bank account. So they don't realize or they don't not, not notice. Wow, that's great. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Basically, so you see, it's kind of the opposite from the boomers. The boomers, they felt, oh, you know, um, oh, just spend the credit card. You don't feel it. It's just a, it's just a, just a card, you know. Whereas boomers or not uh, Gen Z, they feel the pain when they when it's digital, when they see their number on their bank account but they don't feel the pain when they're spending cash. You see? So it's the opposite, you know? And that's because it's their, their mindset is more on the digital side. They're digital natives. Very good. So let's watch this last, uh, maybe uh, 30, 30 seconds here. Long-term for the way they view their financial health, their personal financial situation. You know, I think that in terms of how they're viewing their, um, you know, their own finances, we see that they are, you know, really pragmatic in the way that they approach their finances. Um, you know, I think we might see, you know, Gen Z starting to use cash a lot more. I talked to, you know, one of the people that I spoke with doesn't have a credit card at all. Mm. And they feel that, you know, even if they have that savings account, if they have money in the bank, they're going to spend it. And that cash is the only way that they feel in control of their spending. Um, a recent credit card, uh, credit carbon survey found that about 45% of Gen Z, um, you know, likes to use cash for everyday purchases. And I think about a third of them said that, you know, they feel in control when they use cash. And we're seeing that on TikTok, even though they're posting these kind of lighthearted, yeah. you know, viral trends, smashing Hennessy bottles. And just cash. dumping everything in an envelope. <laughs> Everything's everything. Here we go. My grandfather died. We found like 75 grand in cash, like stuffed in like paper bags so he didn't trust banks. So I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's anyway. Paulina uh Very good. So Emily, what did you catch here in the last part? Oh, I caught that they are um I mean they think about their finances and they're very pragmatic and they don't have like uh credit cards, for example. Mm -hmm. It's uh, very close to me because I'm this person <laughs> and um, uh, they said that they are more likely to keep track of their spending right mm -hmm. and uh, often shop in charity shops for example and hunting uh, for uh, bergens and clothes uh, from previous decades I mean 
like yes. it shows maybe there is a good thing good thing yes good 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 and and yana so what why do they spend the, the, this cash i was confused by by the last part because previously i thought that uh, uh, they uh, feel uh, spending uh, more than it's digital and the way to spend like physically uh, kind of uh, mm, like a bit more uh, uh, they are not uh, they are not uh, feel that um, how how much they spend as I get that and here in the third part uh, uh, actually it's a contradicting idea uh, that uh, uh, the experts said that uh, for them it's more. Uh, they feel that more under control to spend uh, physical money yeah. and it's it's a bit uh, confusing as for me so the way i see it I is the way i see it is because digitally they're not in control they're like they swipe it's so easy to be on instagram oh shop shop now one you know mm -hmm. and so they're not in control but if they have an envelope if they don't have a credit card and they have an envelope with a hundred dollars mm -hmm. They spend a hundred dollars, and that's it. You know, it's the end of the the end of the story. No more. So that's kind of how I see it. But you know, you, you, it, it kind of depends how you see it. You know, you're. Um, but it is an interesting idea to think about. So right now, for the last uh, last conversation, okay. Here we're going to go a few more because we just need to talk a little bit to our partner about these things. So talk about these trends. You know, in general, you can create your own questions. Or you can talk about this. Do you prefer using cash or card, right? Any other payments? Do you know anyone from Gen Z? And, you know, compare. Do you, do you see these, this trend with people that you know, right? How is your generation similar or different to Gen Z? Do you think uh, it's their attitude to money is likely to change? Do you think they will change when the economy becomes better? Or do you think this will be a, tr a long term trend right and um and the consequences of using cash you know and not keeping the money in banks okay so what are the consequences to using cash every day instead of your card okay so last question here let's uh, join our partner for this uh last partner activity okay so join your partner Okay. Yes. So maybe, maybe uh, Fairy, you can ask the first question if you want. Okay. So do you prefer using cash or card for making payments and why? Um, what about you? <laughs> okay. Um, for me, I prefer using the card. Mm -hmm. I, I always, I have a, three cards but i think they are the debit card debit cards mm -hmm. so you can go only to zero what you have on your bank account and i always have uh, my cards mapped to my uh, phone so <clears throat> i think it's the safer choice and um, for me it's a more comfortable and convenient uh, 
to use the phone for paying everything. And uh, the banks, they provide you some statistics on how much you spend for, for your grocery store or for your gas, everything. So it, it's uh, under control, I think. Okay. And remember, uh, very, uh, spend on, not spend, spend for, on. But spend on, yeah. <clears throat> yes, spend on. So I think I have it uh, under control. Mm-hmm. And I prefer this method more than uh, having cash. Uh, yeah. Okay. I see. And what about you, um, Candy? I prefer to use cards. Like I use credit cards a lot. Um, so we are uh, we are able to so me and my husband we are able to pay out you know pay for what we used uh you know wh- whatever credit we have used um uh each month and so we are in a good shape and besides um you know i think some of the benefits of using credit cards we can have points and we can use it towards certain purchases and um and also for some banks, they offer credit cards, like if you uh, pay, uh, use points to pay and you uh, you will kind of have a discount on you know, the, the amount you spend. And also like, for example, for, for some, uh, some um, merchandiser, for example, for like Amazon, and they offer their own own cars like um so if i use that card i will have like a maybe five percent uh, cashback so literally i'm enjoying a discount on everything i purchased from them wow so good points so basically they are forcing you to pay more and more well we so we live um very economic life <laughs> 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 but but I, but I don't think uh, the having the credit card is a normal normal or typical in Europe maybe in USA. Oh. But what what I know most of my friends they have only debit card so you can go only to zero. Any uh, digital payments or uh, gives you some um, some um, extra uh, sale if you're paying by cash. Uh, it's true because uh, like only here I realized that uh, every cafe uh, and restaurant, they pay extra, uh, like not to pay, but a small amount from your like bill goes to Visa or MasterCard. That's right. Yeah, yeah it's like, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some uh, some restaurants here, they are like kindly, uh, kindly asking you or just rejecting any credit type of uh, uh pain that's like uh that's a a german thing germans don't Mm -hmm. don't like cards yeah Yeah, some some, uh businesses especially restaurants and cafes there's also if people pay by card they have to report it yes it's true also a gray zone (laughs) so it's high taxes and people you know want to report less yeah 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 not you know some people you know think that's not right or some people you know that's up to them but that is what what's happening we're good so uh yana maybe you can ask the next ask emily the next question mm-hmm. emily do you know anyone from uh, uh generation z z z um is their approach to money similar or different to what uh, you've seen in the video I think that it's pretty similar. 
And uh, I think that the video showed us kind of the truth. And um, I know that uh, they're very careful uh, the way they spent their money and very pragmatic. And what about you, Yana? Uh, well, I do know a few, uh, few dudes from <laughs> Generation Z. Um, and, uh, well, uh, they do like paying cash, I think. So far, I, I seen that. Uh, I'm not sure about uh, spending approach because uh, as for me, it seems that uh, they're kind of relaxed on this term because they're simply young. But mm -hmm. that's what I seen from my like uh, circle of uh, uh, colleagues, uh, like guys in the studio. Uh, they are simply like young to do savings. So they do prefer still to buy some fancy uh, brands, uh, despite the fact that like, who need this like I don't know super expensive uh, jeans or uh, like bike if you are not able to like do your savings or to I don't know to reinvest or whatever mm -hmm. very good very very good so continue about one more minute okay and uh Jana how more banks Could you please say one last sentence you, 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 you just said? Sorry, I, I missed that part. Yes. The, the uh, government? Uh, I meant that uh, some uh, companies, uh, they want to pay in uh, cash, like for uh, waiters and so on, because most of money aren't taxable, I think. Uh, so, oh. yes. Or maybe for the construction company, it's the same approach. So you could say that they pay under the table. Yes. So oh, it's not, you can't trace it under the table. Nobody sees it. Doesn't exist, right? Yeah. Mm. That's true. Yeah, you see a lot of that. Okay. Mm. Good. 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 And maybe Fair, you can ask another question if you want. We have about one more minute. Uh, how is your generation similar or different to Generation Z in terms of finance? Oh, um, so I didn't know many people in the Gen Z, but I'll talk, uh, I'll take my younger brother as an example. And so both of us enjoy saving up money. And see, I think he's better at money than me because he, he save up a bigger portion. Uh, anything in life that is unnecessary um at all or could be unnecessary he wouldn't spend <laughs> on the end of that so he's in good shape um, wow. um so we have that uh kind of in common um and uh and now he learns start all right everyone Welcome back, everyone. So hopefully you, you were able to talk and to exchange some ideas with your partner. You know, unfortunately, we, we're running out of time, so we can't. Very, you know, interesting topic, but, you know, very, we're running out of time. 
So great, great session, everyone. So if, uh, I would recommend doing the other exercises here that we that we weren't able to do, right? But we covered all the vocabulary, all the verbs, and mm -hmm. the main ideas and the trend that's happening. Mm -hmm. so that's the most important thing. So good. If you have any questions, feel free to send me a message or an email, and I will answer you. Okay, great. Any any questions before we finish? No, no, thank you. It was very interesting. Great. Awesome. Yeah, you. I really enjoyed the session. Thank uh, you. My Me pleasure. Too. Have a nice weekend. Thank you. Thank, you. Weekend. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.